Well, hello, everyone. Ah. Nerves are still, are still high. Nerves are still high. Not much better than, uh, than last week, to be honest. But anyways, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the What The Sheep Podcast, where we will be discussing, and once again, as always, generally freaking out over Critical Role Campaign 2, episode 128. Man, I was really hoping we would we would get some after the tension and whatever happened, I was hoping we'd get some some chill moments, yep. but that yep. whole episode was non-stop from the second it started. Yeah, they haven't had a long rest yet. They no. are in the exact they're worse off technically now in terms of yeah. abilities and spells. Yeah. And They've got more people with them, and yeah, not. I don't think. I think the entire last episode where we're talking about like what could happen, how could it start? Here are the possibilities. We're like, well, Caleb could attack. Like it could go to combat, but we're like, it probably won't happen. It probably won't happen. Mm. But it did. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh no, no, no! Go ahead. If you still have no, it's just, I guess they like. Because they talked about how they spoke about it like all mm-hmm. week, yeah. Um, and they were texting each other and everything. And like, their I guess their point was just like, just get out of there if they yeah. can. So, which is fair. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was, oh I was, hmm. I don't know how to phrase this properly without sounding, you know, a certain way. But I was kind of disappointed with the result yeah. a little bit like my more angsty side the side that really you know gives into of the course. into the the stress and the anxiety of the situation i was kind of like oh okay oh they're just out okay yeah well i was right. a bit like that too i was like, like oh okay well that wasn't the confrontation i was thinking that was going to happen but then i think once trent started speaking to caleb yeah then i was like oh I was like, oh, okay, he's 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 staying on top of this right yeah, now. He's not done. He's not letting you go. Um, yeah. but let's talk about what happened at the start. Yeah. So, yeah. Just straight up goddamn wall of fire again. I yeah, I was that guy. that shocked. I think it shocked Matt too because he was like, "That's really that's like that's your first reaction yeah. to seeing Trent." Okay, I guess we're going into combat. Um, but when when Matt said that, I wasn't like again. I wasn't thinking yeah. that Trent was gonna just you know go oh, all yeah. out um yeah Ugh. but it was still you know the the previous episode we got to see how powerful caleb was just you know having his like darth vader in the hallway scene where he's just crushing oh, yeah. all of these people and we're like holy shit oh, yeah. caleb is serious about this he's he's yeah. a little unhinged and then we mm. that kind of built up again when Caleb was just, you know, trigger happy with throwing out these spells at Trent. But then Trent was just not even like phased yeah. by these spells. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yep. Trent is a Trent is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um Yeah, no, and like just his his ability to just dispel it and like Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I think at that point, Caleb only had third-level spells left, mm-hmm. so 
it was like okay well it's 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 not it's not great right now um Mm -hmm. but he said i think the way he was role playing it too was just it was just reactionary he was just yeah doing it um i loved i loved veth like (laughs) taste my magic yeah (laughs) and trent's just um, like really really i kind of would i kind of wonder if it would have been a bit different if they had managed to like wound trent a bit if he was damaged like yeah. imagine if veth had started hidden and got like a sneak attack damage on Ooh. trent like it would be a decent chunk and that yeah. would have probably changed his uh opinion a bit if he was like in physical danger yeah but i feel like he felt as though he wasn't in any danger he was in complete control not at all he was toying with such them a dick thing to be yeah. like it's like fuck you trent. he was he was toying them not only with his abilities but also with like being like you could have just asked me like you what's going on like you could have just like that's such a classic like manipulative move gaslighting like, yeah he's like, he's like yeah it's like shut up trent shut up no yeah um the thing too was like i mean yeah i'm wondering what his ac is because the 17 missed mm-hmm. did he i don't think he cast shield at any point because there was Knot's attack that missed, and then Jester went, and then he tried to counterspell, so that would have been another reaction. So, I he must have some kind of fucking high AC for some reason. Yeah, I mean, he probably has, like, maybe his, like, his, his like, robes of protection or something that bump up his AC yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I can definitely imagine he probably has things that protect him well, mate, fairly well. I suppose, like, yeah, he could have put mage armor on or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, yeah he's just got cool magic stuff absolutely right rishi <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much that's pretty much as wizards yeah, and their cool stuff magic. yeah yeah that's pretty much um, how it goes um uh, i think yeah, but... thinking about it now while it could just be caleb being trigger happy with you know wall of fire and throwing out these spells and stuff Maybe it's also he was trying to bait out another counter spell so that he wouldn't have a reaction for when Jester cast her word of Maybe. recall again. Um, Maybe. But then we obviously had that super badass moment of, you know, the, the counter spells. Um, oh my god. Going at each like, other. So it was a nat 20 for the intelligence saving throw against Phantasmal Force. Yeah. It was a nat twenty on his counter save, a uh, counter spell roll, yep. which followed up by that as a lower level, and then fucking yep. nat twenty on another on Caleb's, one. Oh, yeah, God. But you could even tell that Matt was probably disappointed, maybe disappointed, but also not expecting that to work. Yeah, he seemed very like, okay, now how do I? How do I play this out moving forward? And then obviously he had Trent messaging Caleb later on in the episode i think he very much expected to have a big conversation in that room yeah um yeah yeah what what is it with liam rolling natural 20s when warnings (laughs) of fire are involved like this is exactly i don't know again i don't know god i go back and rewatch that scene sometimes just because i love liam's reaction to everything in that scene yeah his natural 20 in the wall of fire it's so good i wonder i wonder how many counter spells that the party have done that have led to a natural 20 
um, between both campaigns. I feel like it's happened fairly frequently. Like, na like natural. Or, yeah, they roll a natural twenty four the counter spell. I'm sure there's stats. Of yeah, the, I'm not sure if that's a specific stat that's tracked, but I'm sure that could be figured out. Um, I'm sure. I think actually, crit roll stats keeps track of every natural twenty, so you could probably just go through and see which ones. Oh are yeah, probably counter spells. Um, I, yeah, I feel like it has happened a bit. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my but god! But man, no, the... it was so clutch. It was so good, yeah. and like, and and I think once he rolled the natural twenty, you're like, oh, it's working. But then watching Matt like going, okay, we'll just make sure we do this right. Yeah. It's just like, well, it's got to work. It's gonna yeah. be so good. Yeah. They're out. They're free. Um, but I guess because it felt it felt very anticlimactic because there wasn't yeah, a whole no. lot of like you know flavor being fleshed out during that confrontation. And so he's like, okay, yeah. let's take a second. Let me fully explain, like, narratively what's happening so you can, like, visualize and sort of make it more yeah. cool rather than, you know, the sort of anticlimactic situation we got. I love how Matt describes Counterspell as, like, an un-tethering like, of magic. Like, it's an unmaking of magic. Um, that's a really cool take on Counterspell, I think. So, like, the idea that when they clash, it's just, like, this anti-mess anti that just stops um mm -hmm. that was pretty cool Man. yeah adam brings up a good point though um trent values more than anything is control over the narrative and caleb refusing to comply is exposing trent's weakness he hates losing control and he's bound to draw attention to him that that definitely makes a lot of sense especially then when he was reaching out to caleb later on because he was like nah -uh, uh uh we're not done we're not done mm -hmm. here we're I, I i still got a hand in this we're, we're gonna have this conversation but uh caleb's just like nope 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 we're done yeah, we're done here which definitely pisses pisses trent off he, and he has very much whenever he talks to trent it's like um he does like he, he speaks like caleb he's like liam does like he speaks very kind of verbosely and um almost in control like he speak i don't know how to say it it's like um very poetic i guess the way he mm -hmm. talks to him like it's it's maybe something you'd read in like a novel um yeah. but then when he stops talking to him it's like oh shit like he freaks out um yeah so he has like moments of lucidity to kind of not let on how terrified he is in the scene mm -hmm. i think or like he, it's almost like caleb's acting when he's talking to trent because yeah. then when it stops it's like oh no he is actually like not doing great with this right now um and we yeah. saw that we saw that a lot very good at this fighting episode. his emotions yeah with trent mm -hmm. yeah which i think is very interesting to, um yeah because i don't think i don't think it would be like, even for us angst lovers i think it'd be really upsetting if we saw like hey bren comes in it's like hey trent comes down it's like hey bren and caleb's just like starts breaking down crying you'd be like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah cool um, but again while that that out. also would be you know not not the best it would also makes like it, it would never happen but it would kind of make sense because caleb felt really unhinged this entire you know sub arc yeah. um i think trent makes caleb feel angry more than any other emotion yeah. so mm -hmm. uh that's the that's the emotion that's going to come out the most um mm -hmm. i think I feel like Caleb is probably close to tears than like afterwards when he was seeing like the aftermath of, you know, the, you know the consequences yeah. of what they've just done. 
uh, yeah, he was saying like this was his worst case scenario when they first came to Nicodranas yeah. because they thought that like Astrid had learned about the Ruby of the Sea and all that, and it has it's happened. This is actually what's yeah. happened. Yeah, and I think I think like long ago, you know, in our early episodes of the Blood the Sheep podcast, we also were kind of thinking the same thing, where it's like, man, if like any of these bad guys find out that the family lives out here, it's over. They gotta, they gotta get out, uh, and that that anxiety-induced, you know, fear, um, yeah, of of this this happening was very real, very very real. This episode. Oh my goodness, yeah. But before before they parted ways, that last exchange they had, the uh, "You taught me well" from Caleb, and then the "Good luck" yeah. from Trent oh. was ooh, ooh. I hate <laughs> Oh, it was so good though. It was so good. Oh my god. That's just like immediately then, not obviously not knowing what happened the rest of the episode, I was like, oh they're fucked. It's yeah, over. I was, I was like, he's going back to the uh service assembly, he's yeah. gonna blame everything on the Mighty Nine, they're gonna yeah. be completely wanted and mm-hmm. banned from the Dwendalian Empire. Um but I feel like this might be worse. <laughs> yes. And yeah. here's the thing. Um, we're probably going to be doing a little bit of jumping around this episode because... Oh, yeah. The, this episode was just insane from start just, to finish. Yeah, just, this this one. We, we normally don't do jumping around, but we'll make an exception this time. Um, but in one of the messages that Trent sent to Caleb, Trent connected the dots of, like, where Caleb learned this yeah. dunamancy and stuff. And given these messages, it's it makes me feel like Trent obviously obviously still doesn't want to kill Caleb. He just wants him. You know, he wants he wants full control over Caleb. He wants him in his little spindly finger clutches. Um So what I think could happen, because he does have to report back to the rest of the assembly, specifically Ludinus, on what the heck happened at the sanatorium. And we were kind of talking about it last week. I'm worried that Trent is going to use this as a way to reignite the war and blame the dynasty yeah. on this attack so that it clears yeah. it clears the Mighty Nine's name so that they're, you know, yeah. allowed to stay around and stuff and then Trent doesn't have to explain that. But then that, yeah. you know, brings up a whole throw, new... <laughs> throw Essek into yep. the mix by saying Essek, well, yep. we had contact with this mm-hmm. uh, Kryn and they've gone able. like, we don't even know where they are anymore, but... Yeah. Yeah. And Caleb definitely looked real shook up when when Trent mentioned uh that he was theorizing where he had learned the magic because obviously yeah. Trent yeah. probably does not give a single fuck about Essex. Oh my god. So, oh my god. I don't know. I I guess because yeah, well, they, they can't even they can't even warn Essek right now because they don't have any spells left. Like. Thing too, like the Cerberus Assembly is currently under investigation. It's not looking yeah. good for them. Um, the I can't remember the name of the Dwendalian spy network, but they're pushing against them. The Cobalt Souls putting pushing against them. The one thing that could possibly save them right now is another war or being like, yeah. okay, well let's hold off that investigation. Yeah. We've got stuff to do. Um, war is the best distraction. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, I uh I'm not excited <laughs> for no. 
that. No, um, no, I'm not either. I am not either. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying not to jump around too much because it's like there are some things I want to talk about, but they're like right at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's let's try get back on chronological order. Um, yeah, so, so they, they got to Nicodranus. They well, both so eventually yeah. caught up with the Maudi. Yeah, um, they're able to get to Nicodranus. A brief conversation at Veth's abode, but Luke yeah. and Yezza were not home. Um, that's where we, we received the first handful of messages from friends yeah. sort of being like, you know, I got to explain this now to, to Ludinus. You could have just asked me, like, what's going on? I thought he, he was talking like they're, they're like buddies. So like, you know me, you could have just, yeah, you just, you know, asked me. It would have been fine. Ugh. 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 Gross. <laughs> What a gross man yeah yeah um no it's it's not it's not good because now also he's like he's interested he wants to know what's happening yeah as well which yeah. i think they were very much trying to not let him on about mm-hmm. everything that's happening up north which by the way i've just completely forgotten about like <laughs> that's yeah. still such a huge <laughs> thing but there's so much going on remember yeah. like two episodes ago where we're like oh man they're in nicodranas or in Amman. it's so casual it's so yeah relaxing. this is a nice small little respite yeah. from vital cross um yeah. but let's not forget the main mission guys but holy shit these last two episodes yeah, it's just like ooh, crazy they're just adding on more stuff and there's still the stuff in isle cross and oh yeah well, well this is this is kind of like what i said where uh the episode where we had the the boyasha date i was like this is probably the last chill episode we are going to have for a while and now i wasn't expecting this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i don't think anyone was but given their current situation and what they still have down the line in the background they're not gonna it's this this roller coaster ain't stopping anytime soon at all oh my God. and it does not make me feel any better about oh about this whole this whole thing but eventually the party does reconvene um God. well did the party reconvene at veth's uh, home yes and okay then they went and then to the chateau together oh yeah they uh, oh, no, they, they went were, to the market first or yeah yes yeah they wanted to attune to the necklaces yes first. so they yes. went to the beach via the market saw yeza yes gave him a message and then went and hung out on the beach which is where we got uh yasha's uh yes talk with the stormlord yes which looking I at my notes really interesting um i feel that that scene in particular i feel like at a few points where everything kind of happened, where she's talking to him, then walking back, and then Jester speaks to her. It's very quick. There's no real kind of breaks of silence in that moment. But I feel like looking at Matt and a lot of those things, he looked like maybe he was preparing to say something, but like it was just kind of like yeah. other things kept happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if Matt was going to have any kind of like input, like saying like maybe you feel this certain way or like get her to make some kind of check, and it just never came up. Mm. Um yeah, because I feel like she didn't get any yes or no or like 
um, yeah, like no feeling whatsoever, mm-hmm. which I feel like Matt is generally pretty good at le- at least giving something to the players. So yeah. I feel like yeah, it, it kind of it, it it he didn't have a chance to come out with it naturally, and then it kind of the moment was gone mm-hmm. a bit. But uh, her asking to be the champion of the Stormlord is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that was badass. I, I would imagine she'll probably have like a dream in the coming yeah coming days that'll you know in the downtime moment. yeah when they when they happen to get downtime yeah definitely um God. but it was it was very sweet of gesture to perform that ceremony yeah for a, yeah, a very nice very moment between um, the two yeah that's a cool spell and it's one that doesn't get used much because it's like, yeah it's, it's very it's such a yeah such a specific spell mm-hmm. with what it can do um and often only like the different variations are often only once per person so it's like you've got to like <laughs> time yep. it right but oh but you know what they i hope they remember because hmm. that means yasha still has a d4 to all her saves Ooh. for like 24 hours <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's true. wait she's in the ball oh <laughs> well it was almost really was clutch with the 24 hours of the material plane or in the pocket i don't know oh yeah that that whole thing at the end confused oh, the, God, that, that the heck hurt. out of me yeah <laughs> um yeah. so i think yeah it was so, yeah. yeah we'll get we'll get to it yeah yeah it was a little confusing <laughs> Let's not start that now. yeah no, <laughs> well, that'll be that'll take up the rest of our time um but then as as adam said uh, another point that i was going to make was that jester implied that she could marry yeah Oh, and Yasha, yeah. and I was like, oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. That would be so adorable. I think, what's the actual, like, wording of that spell? It's like, because it's, that's like casting magic to perform a wedding, which is mm. excessive as hell. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, uh, wedding, you touch adult humanoids, willing to be bonded together in marriage. For the next, oh, actually, that's really good. For the next seven days, each target gains a plus two bonus to AC. When they're within thirty feet of each other, so they should probably just so they should probably get married now, right? Just for the AC benefit. Yeah. I, I suppose they're willing to be bonded together in marriage. If they weren't fully ah. committed, it might not work. But a creature can benefit from this right again only if widowed. Oh, uh, terrible! That's a that's a really good point, Leah. If they do that, it's the traveler is the one like blessing the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Which is yeah hilarious. Mm. That'd be fun. Not That'd sure. Sure, how that would uh that would work out. Twenty three AC bow sounds great. Dang, dodge tank for real. That's that is pretty insane. Oh my! But God, thinking of uh, Yasha wanting to be you know the champion of yeah. of the Stormlord, it's interesting how she still feels like. She's searching for her purpose, you know, because before yeah. before she wasn't really sure what she wanted, but then she's like, well, what I think I want to do is protect those that can't protect themselves. Yeah. And now it seems like she's like, well, I still don't really know what, what I want to do. It, it feels like she, she's on the right path. She just has to, you know, settle on the title, I guess, of, of what, yeah. what she ultimately wants to yeah, do. Yeah, and like some kind of purpose in that as well yeah yeah well yeah which is what we said um but Mm -hmm. she was talking about that on talks mark and i actually about like how everyone's been asking her what her purpose is um 
So, and I, we've talked about you like protect. Yeah. She's a protector, Asimar now. So it kind of makes it like makes sense. But I don't also think Ashley's like she she doesn't play as though she's limited to just because she's a protector, Asimar. She has to be a protector. Yeah. Um, it's just more of that's more just character growth. Um, but yeah, no, that was it was really cool. I I, I like how she talks to the Storm Lord. Like, yeah. I I know that Jester and Caduceus and Ford speak to their gods differently, which is mm-hmm. really funny too. Because uh, Travis's reaction to that is hilarious. He's just like, "What?" Because he doesn't really talk to the Armand that much. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I love how she's just so casual about it because she just doesn't know how to like pray. I guess. Yeah. Um, but it works, and it's it's just getting her ideas out and getting her thoughts out, mm-hmm. um, so that hopefully he hears. Uh, which who knows? <laughs> I yeah. have a dream. We'll be coming. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I don't, I don't think Matt would just leave it at, at that. There's, there's no way, especially since they're gonna want to try to, you know, utilize the Holy Avenger as soon as possible. Oh my! Uh, yes, that is a, please. that is a badass weapon. Yes. Uh, we'll have to see. I wonder if Yasha will multi-class into Paladin, or if they'll, if they'll just work around that and not. I think I'll work around it. I feel Mm -hmm. like, I, I, yeah. Again, this is something they brought up on Talks Market about how like Matt isn't so restrictive of like, well, you're not a paladin, you can't use a sword. It's like let's find a Mm -hmm. way to make it work. Which I mean, it's D and D. It's meant to be fun. So why not make it fun? Why not be? You're not going to be like, here's a sword. You can't use it though, unless Mm -hmm. you change this critical aspect of your character. Um, you know, some DMs might play raw um and that's fine but i think the type of dm matt is it's like he's open Mm. to open to changing it a bit Um, and yeah yasha's situation definitely makes more sense to sort of work around it and stay on the path of the barbarian rather than you know with she's part of the zealot so she's Mm -hmm. kind of close yeah Um, they're pretty pretty much the same Um, as opposed to you know with ford he was explicitly like severing ties with his patron and then following yeah. a new path yeah he literally made a pact yeah like not yeah. a pact a path yeah wait yeah what's it what's it what's the paladin thing called uh yeah. uh <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was it's like it's not it's pact not like it's path. kind of like pact but not really <laughs> yeah oath yeah. yes yeah. yes yes, yes. <laughs> We know D and D. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, I mean, we do. We got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, was good. Um, <laughs> was it also on the beach that uh, they were talking about the crystals that that Beth yeah. found? Yeah, I think so. I believe it was. Um. Oh. Almost like which... synthetic in nature, as Matt was saying. The fact that he still has them mm-hmm. means that he's still doing it. Yeah. Because like, even though they've got, like, the cool tattoos and whatever, like, the more intricate designs, he's not just going willy-nilly on the arms, mm-hmm. um, means that, yeah, he's he's still using them to some extent, which Caleb saying he wants it as evidence mm-hmm. is great, and his correlation between... I suffered abuse as a child and I hope there's an organization mm-hmm. that would care about that. Like the callback to Bo um, yeah. and like what she suffered as a child, I thought was really beautiful. 
um and yeah she's like yeah she's just like yeah that's this is definitely something the cobalt soul would be interested in um my issue my issue is that yes the cobalt soul would be the best third party to try to expose this however that's it's gonna have to be the cobalt soul because the rest of the assembly members probably know or at least have a good idea of what trent's doing and they don't care enough to stop him Um, i don't think so because i think they have some idea that he is because like ludinus has spoken about it saying about how oh his uh training methods are you know intense Mm -hmm. but they i don't think they've gone into full detail of like the actual torture aspect of it i feel like they they probably know like i said that there's something shady but Mm -hmm. i don't know if they know exactly not saying that they would care if they found out but at the same time like but you got to think too, like in the assembly, you got like Ormid Haas. Like, I mm. I struggle to think like Ormid Haas would be okay with learning about you know extreme torture on children. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe he's yeah, or like there's even like in other Cerberus members in the book, there's like some that are good. Yeah, like I get that they probably know some aspects, whether or not the full extent of the crimes are known mm-hmm. that being said i still don't think they're the organization to fix it or change it um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah the cobalt soul would be the one to go they just oh nope. sorry the puppy the puppy made i saw the door, I saw the door open, and I was like, open or a dog come in was my first thought and i'm so pleased yeah. it was a dog <laughs> that was a dog just to say hi uh, um, speaking of dogs yeah. Uh, where's Nugget? What's, uh... You skipped, you skipped ahead there, nigga. Yeah, I did. I did. I was gonna get to that. Uh... <laughs> we can, we can, we can, we can shelf that for now. We can yeah, shelf that for now. related to pets, <laughs> so we can also get Oh, uh, yeah. True. True, 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 true. Oh, gosh. Everyone I... else realized We'll get to it now quickly. I reckon Blued would have yeah. just taken Nugget with him. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's, that's, it's an easy, it's an easy write-off. Nugget, Nugget snapped somewhere. hmm Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't it's think fine. Nugget can play Nugget travel, but, you know, Nugget's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or, okay, I, even I can't repeat that, Curtis. <laughs> even with all my angst that, I can't repeat that. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, let's not. If you want to, if you want to know what Curtis said, audio listeners, you need to check out our video. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. No, it's Um, not. No, it's not. Uh, but yeah, uh, so they're on the beach. They got off the beach. They went to the lavish chateau. The lavish chateau. Um, where, oh, yeah, so Cad, he got another natural 20 on the perception. There were some pretty good natural 20s as well got a ping that there was two individuals that looked a bit shady mm-hmm. um but we got jester talking to her mother which oh. was uh uh both both, <laughs> both conversations the laura was crying before I know. like even started speaking to her uh, i uh... <laughs> like whenever laura cries i cry just because yeah. it's it's so sad 
It's so sad because then I imagine Jester crying. That's not yeah. that's not happy, happy thoughts. Oh, but Just... he, here's where here's where Caleb is then going to feel even more guilty about the whole thing because now he's seeing the consequences of what's happening uh, yeah. and how negatively it's affecting those closest to him, to him and their families. Oh, dearie me. Yeah, like, this is... Like, <laughs> if you... start like, last week on What the Shoot, if we're talking about theories of what was going to happen, I did not think Marin Lavore would be plane-shifting at the end of this episode. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, True. No. Fucking hell, Matt... Sorry, I'm swearing so I'm swearing more this <laughs> You're episode good. Than, I, than I normally do. Um Matt is such an incredible actor. Him, whenever he plays Marion, it's like a complete like he goes so hard into that character. Yeah. I think we've talked about how like when he plays Artigan, it's just him having so much fun with the character yeah. and he's so natural as Artigan. Mm. But he's equally as natural as Marion, I think. Like yeah. um his body uh language and the way he speaks and the way he looks at mm-hmm. uh, Laura, or like any of the other characters, but specifically at like Jester at Laura. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 wonderful. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that what that's what makes it so hard because it's like you get feelings of well, I get feelings of like my own mother, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I would want to protect my mom. <laughs> oh no, she's scared. Like yeah. Uh, I've got feelings of like how I feel when my mom's scared. It's like, oh God, no, I mm-hmm. hate this. I hate this so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. It's always <laughs> the hardest. The scene, just like, uh. yeah, yeah. I'm just going to shrivel up. I'm going to shrivel up and yeah. cry. But try yeah. not to cry, but then fail and just cry really hard. Yeah. But then the little, the little exchange of like, uh you know marion saying all i've ever wanted to do is protect you and just her being like oh well now it's my turn and mary yeah. be like oh you're growing up so fast and jester in the back yeah. of her mind she's like yeah. yeah yeah i'm growing up real quick yeah a little too quick five years quicker yeah uh, i don't think she really needs to tell marion no that no. especially not now oh now Definitely not now. Yeah. De- yeah. No, that's that's added pressure that's not needed. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like this entire episode is like every every few minutes we are just constantly reminded of the intensity of the situation they're in. Because you know, they're having these conversations and they're all very sad and stuff. And then it's like suddenly it's like, okay, we like Get ready to like pack your things. We gotta go. Yeah. Like this, this place is compromised. It's like, oh, you're right. Like, and then you all gotta keep it moving. Like, it was probably like three minutes later. Of, go, 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 go. We've got to go now. Oh, yeah. I suppose, I suppose maybe five minutes. But yeah, it's like, no, that's it. We're going. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, <laughs> yeah. let's not. Uh, let's also not forget about the. Well, I don't. Even, I don't even know if they're doing this now. Um, but <laughs> sending Marion to the gentleman. Yeah, I think they're going to keep thinking about it because I think the yeah. plan now is just to get out of Nicodranas and the plan was to go to Zadash, but they might talk about it next episode of like, well, mm. are there any other options? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I feel like their shift to potentially the the you know fire plane or whatever it's called. Yeah, we'll talk about of fire. It. Um, <laughs> that that's just that's just you know a placeholder, uh, you know. Yeah. Place of refuge. Um, and because too, it felt like when when Laura was talking to her when when Laura when Jester was talking to her mother, and it's like. Like she's like, where would we go? It's like, okay, yeah. you're gonna think I'm pulling your leg here a bit. Like you're gonna think I'm yeah, like, yeah. Which mm. did kind of start off as, but then it was like, okay, well, it might be a legitimate place to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that bit before too, when they were talking about going to the gentleman, and like, I think Tallison said he had feedback or something in his ear, and he didn't hear yeah. it. Properly. That was so damn funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought I thought that was, that was just Caduceus being Caduceus. Yep. <laughs> like, Yep. Yeah, uh, that was that was wonderful. Um, I love those little moments when oh, Andrea brings up a good point. Ford's ring of fire protection. If they're going to the ele- elemental plane of fire, hey, it might actually it might actually see some use. Wow, who'd have thought? God, what a great investment. I, I do want to talk about the plane shift. We'll get. We'll definitely get yep, to that. Yeah, yeah, yep. We'll we'll get there. Um, but then, obviously, terribly sad, depressing conversation between <laughs> Jester and Jester and Marion. But then another interesting and equally depressive conversation was with yes. Beth and Yeza, and the potential yes. of Beth. Well, it's not even like a potential anymore. It's like uh, like Same. basically a for yeah. sure Beth is done after yep. after these story arcs wrap up. It's hard to say though because it's like she's saying she needs to do this. Is she just talking about the tomb takers? Is she also talking about the Cerberus assembly? Like, I, for me, it, it made it seem like the tomb takers thing. Like once once yeah. the tomb takers and that city are taken care of, she's done. I just I wonder if it that has changed instantly with them now being like actively pursued by the Cerberus assembly. Because I feel like she's always said she would, like, help Caleb. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be heartbreaking if she left before that was sorted. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, I mean, she's got to do what she's got to do for her family. Yeah. But we've always said, too, about how Matt role plays Yeza as, like, he's never going to say, you should come home. Right. Um, uh, because he wants i guess veth and also sam to have that choice of when veth mm-hmm. leaves the party um but she does seem pretty damn adamant she has yeah. seemed adamant before but this also True. feels a bit more solid um especially because you know she made the point of she is bringing the danger to them yeah you know and she doesn't yeah. want to have to do that ever she doesn't want to put her family in danger so the guilt of of that is definitely you know caused for wanting to wanting to step out of the out of the stop spotlight for a while it's yeah it's really sad i think also yeah her promising it and promising not to die so that she comes back is like god that's like asking yeah. to be killed um but i guess the only positive takeaway from it would be the return of tarion darrington Oh, the campaign. Gosh, imagine. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. 
It would be oh, so God. good. It would be. I so wonder if good. Matt would allow that. I mean, maybe because if, if I would imagine Tyrion would only be around for a while. Because I imagine if this isn't the la if the Tomb Takers isn't the last story arc, um, the final story arc, if it's even more you know cataclysmic, it would probably they would probably rope Veth back in somehow, and then you know Sam's new character can just take the backseat again. Um, yeah. So I could imagine. If it was, if Sam was only gonna have a new character for a little bit, I could, I, I would hope, I would hope that Matt would let Terry come back at least for a little bit. That would be so good. Man, do you think like, because we've got, okay, let's see, we've got the Cerberus Assembly, maybe after the Tomb Takers, like mm. we've definitely got Trent now, but there's Tomb Takers and Cerberus Assembly. There's the trial of Arcanist Xenoth that they yep. want to get involved with. Mm. Um, there's Yasha's, uh, I'd say probably her end of her arc if she yeah. becomes a champion. But like, if you just become a champion of a god, I want to see what happens next. Like, I want to see yeah. what being a champion looks like. Um, and then we've got like, Ukatoa. I mean, Ukatoa, yeah. I was, I was thinking about Ukatoa. Like, can they go and retrieve the orbs that have already been placed? Like, can they undo, can they unbreak the seal? Um, <laughs> Probably by, can't unbreak it. But, but yeah, that could be, like, one-shot territory, maybe, of, mm -hmm. like, you know, sealing those two back up again. I yep. think both are completely underwater, so they would have to <laughs> deal yeah. with that a bit. Um, yeah, and the, the temple collapsed as one. Yeah, so probably yeah. not retrieving retrieving those orbs anytime soon sadly uh but yeah, they, yeah there are a lot of story arcs um still still left yeah so it's kind of weird to think of veth not being there for some mm -hmm. of them and this random new person being there yeah it would like, be kind of a or, or sam not being there if they don't decide to roll a character oh um, yeah i i would i would hope that sam would would yeah. Create something to stick around. We need we need Sam's chaotic energy at the table. We need Sam it. Sam might be daughter from campaign one. Oh, now, it might be too fan servicey, but imagine if he did come back as like Scanlan or something like as that is a tie into the campaign one. I feel like of all the characters to kind of work as like joining would maybe be Scanlan. I could see that. I don't know. I feel like I would sooner. Uh, I, was, I think I'd sooner seen Vex. Well, I don't know because Vex has her family. Yeah. Grog would. Grog's old. Percy's old. Keyleth maybe, but she's busy being Alina. Yeah. She has her. She has her mom now. Yeah. Yeah, probably Scanlan. Scanlan. You heard it here first, guys. Scanlan is coming to the. Yep. <sighs> Scanlan's coming. Cannon. It's yeah. happening. One hundred percent. He's a level. He's a level twenty bard. Like that. Powerful. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be too good. Yeah. But I think yeah, Tarry makes Tarry makes a lot of sense. Whether yeah. or not they'll do it, it's a thing. Um, it could just be a brand new character. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that's probably what it'll be. But maybe. My gosh, would it be cool to see Terry again? And we already got, you know, we already got the Terry Terry foreshadowing way back earlier when Pumat was reading 
Harry's book. Yeah. So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Oh, my goodness. Um, so what happened next? <laughs> well, then then the whole issue with oh. the, the two people in, in the bar. He's, I don't know if that was how he wanted that to go. I don't think it's how Travis wanted to go, but I feel like Ford <laughs> could have talked his way out of that situation. Yeah, yeah, he could have. He could have. Um, that was hilarious. Um, just the bus boy. And then later, Cad just throwing shade of him. Like, it was the least inconspicuous thing he could have done <laughs> of, like, pretending to work at a That was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that was super stressful when like yeah. Blued was talking to them and they cast the spell. Oh yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, who are these people? I didn't click for me at all that it was Astrid and Awolf. Like I, I thought didn't... maybe it was just some Volstrucker, or I thought I was thinking like maybe it's like agents of Lord Sharp. <laughs> like yeah, like a jester. I was trying to think of any third parties that it could possibly have been. Um. I but I no, the obvious answer. When I heard when he said Marquesian and stuff, I was like, "What accent did uh, Vera have?" Um, Avantika's first mate or lieutenant yeah, or whatever. It was like... I think it was something kind of like yeah. that. So I was like, "Is it Vera?" That would that would have been Ooh, something. That would have been real. Oh, fuck. That's... <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad it wasn't a third party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, they they have too much. They have too much on on their plates. But yeah, I had no idea. I was like, who, who could these people these people be? Yeah. Oh, um, we skipped Caleb's talk with Luke. Yes, I, I I was gonna bring that back up as it, I do have it written down in my notes. Um. Yeah. Again, it's like you know, like Caleb is always like, I'm a monster. You know, I'm a irredeemable monster. Um, but then he has, you know, really touching moments with, with Luke, uh, wanting yeah. to teach him magic and... and... It's very also forward thinking, I guess, of Caleb, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. he's looking to the future to some extent, mm-hmm. which is, um, can be really hard when, yeah. like, you feel that way. So, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, him him actually thinking of like, oh, here's something maybe I'd like to do in the future, or like I'm I am planning for the future at least. Mm-hmm. Um which is yeah, it's big. Uh yeah. but I like the idea of him training Luke um <laughs> magic. That's really sweet. And also yeah. staying in the Brunato family, staying connected with them. Like he's mm-hmm. not just gonna go off and leave and never see them again. Um Yeah, it's yeah, nice. And it, you know, it's it's cute then seeing Luke being able to follow in her mother's footsteps and you know becoming a rogue and all that yeah. stuff, being sneaky, and then also multiclassing into or or then yeah becoming a wizard, um, and sort of dabbling dabbling in both. <laughs> it 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 definitely feels very fitting given how close uh, Veth and Caleb are, for then Caleb to want to you know yeah. impart some. them being like an empire family like kind Mm -hmm. of pull back to his own family which is cute but also like what's he getting out of like uh you know talented young child 
uh, powerful wizard team yeah. things. Like, <laughs> he's trying to break the cycle, I know. But yeah. The, the, par- yeah. the parallel's not lost on anyone, mm-hmm. I don't think. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but this is a different, this is a shift away from what happened to him. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers Hopefully. crossed. Fingers crossed okay, Caleb doesn't take his dark side arc, even though I also do want his dark side arc. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get it. Probably, probably not. People talk about sacrificing himself. Um, oh, yeah. But that was quickly shut down. Um, yeah, and it was, definitely it makes shut sense. down on a practical level. level. Like, mm-hmm. it was... It was. I think Bo was like, "No, we're not letting you do that." But also, everyone else was like, "Yeah, we need you to teleport us." Like, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of need your magic, Caleb. Yeah. Um. But before before we dive into anything else, because we're about to get into the. Ooh, we're about to get into the stuffy stuff. Um. Let's look at some fan art. Let's look at Yay. some fan art. Oh my god. <laughs> Ah, oh, let's take a let's take a let's take a bit of a break. Take a bit of a break, shall we? Um, starting off with Alana's uh, fan art. Um, this is this is pretty much um, what I mean, Veth. Yeah. This is pretty much Veth when she gives up her life of adventure, just pure happiness. I add to Bon Bon gives hell on Tumblr. This is Tumblr on Tumblr. I um, just very much needed it. <laughs> Yes. After the episode, we all. I was like, I'm gonna find. Well, I, I didn't set out to find cute Beth art. I was mm-hmm. just like, oof, it hit me, and I was like, oh god, okay, that's nice. That's a nice relief uh, from the episode that we had. Yep. Um, it's just really sweet too. <laughs> we all, oh. we all need to be rolling around in a field of flowers, buttons, whatever, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Probably flowers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just nice. It was like a nice yes. little break from the horrors of the oh, day. God. Oh, we just we we need it. We need a break already. You pick you pick a fan art that's going to be like <laughs> like oh. Ikathon. <laughs> no, no, in mine mine is not is not that mine is mine is equally as wholesome. Okay, good, um, good, good, good. We have oh the forester back on the beach oh, having a little oh, beach cool. date. Because another moment that I really liked this episode was Jester um French braiding Ford's hair when they were on the beach. A small little little moment. I love when artists draw her with a love heart tail. I know, it's so cute. Um I love the idea too of Jester having a Polaroid camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who do you, who do you think who do you think took this picture? Who do you think took yeah. this picture? Think of how many like goddamn candid shots there would be. Oh my gosh, so many. That was so many. Yeah. I love Ukatoa. Ukatoa in the background. Mm. Yeah, Tuscan sun. Yep. Oh, that was a joke in the episode too when like um. <laughs> <laughs> when Caleb gave Luke the books and said, you might be a bit too young for this book, maybe in a year's time, and someone said, Tusk, uh, Tusk. Oh, yeah, Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. That was so good. Yeah. Ah, see, it's like, even even in these, 
high and intensive anxiety filled yeah. episodes they stick they still have these hilarious beats and i think you need to because yeah yeah <laughs> Otherwise you really do much. you really do um this is art by at blooming underscore on twitter yeah wonderful wonderful art ah <laughs> oh, okay well we can't we can't escape talking about we it can't we can't escape it. talking about it so, to talk about Astrid and Eadwulf. Yes. Um. I. It it definitely talked, caught me off guard that it was them that were there. We talked talked about last week about like did we trust Astrid and I was on the trusting Astrid camp and then yeah. Kira Lee kind of said some things and I was like oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I I trust her. I do. I, I do as well. Like, yeah. either that or i'm a sucker and it's the longest <laughs> long game of all time um yeah but her last like because they kept saying like well you said trent wasn't going to be there yada 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 i feel yeah. like that was just you know an explosion went off and they said yeah alarm like they can't they can't blame astrid for that astrid did say get in there and get out don't make it more don't make yeah. noise don't alert anyone you know but they kind of kind of did the opposite of that but I, it's it's heartening, I guess, to think that they one still have some shred of care or loyalty, maybe to Caleb, to mm. do this to to kind of go against what they yeah. were sent to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aeldwolf was very not comfortable in that situation. I don't think, no. but even he had that sense of you know care and loyalty and friendship um, yeah but and it, it's it's clear that they do still care about caleb because they also made it very clear that they were not doing this for the benefit of the party they were doing it for him for caleb yeah specifically yeah. um which is just made me feel good okay <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it, it felt it felt validating Knowing that we were in the in in the right to trust Astrid, I feel like Trent's a bit stupid. For I know that Aedwulf and Astrid are like his best agents, yeah. but but it could it he's he's stupid. I think in the sense of his ego, or he's stupid in the he's sense arrogant. of his arrogance. That's the right yeah. word. Um, to think that yeah, he thinks he is in control. But mm-hmm. fucking Astrid gave away secret plans to his building. She's, you know, yeah. giving warnings to the people she's meant to be tracking. He's so arrogant that he thinks he has the control over them yep. and doesn't realize, oh shit, no, like they their loyalties might lie somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, despite how conflicting it is for them. Uh, oh, yeah. I wish I didn't make that comment, Cool Cat. Cool Ooh. Cat says, I think he. Ashton and Aedwulf. I, I had kind of also thought that as well. And I'm not going to jump ahead this time because I want the ending to be a whole conversation in itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's very possible that Trent is, is testing Ashton and Aedwulf, seeing where their loyalties really lie. Yeah. I don't like that. Pretty, pretty, like pretty that worried. Worried about that. There is a part though where it's like, at what point do you make your big bad too powerful? Mm-hmm. Like, 
like I get that it's Trent's job to know things. Like that is his whole deal. Yeah. Um, but he can't know everything. Uh, but I suppose these things are really close to him, so he probably has a decent idea of them. Yeah, at least a little bit. But you've got to like, as in, you've got to let your characters in DD, you got to let your players in DD have some sense of privacy, or at least some sense of safety when it comes to either planning or, um, you know, tr- uh, trusting or talking to NPCs. Mm. Um, unless it's been explicitly stated that no, you're watched every moment, which I think it was the case for the Tomb Takers. Um, of like they and they knew that it's like oh we're talking but we know they're listening yeah but i feel with trent you've got to you got to have a little bit of safety for them to feel comfortable to talk about it um and they did everything right like they got the necklaces and like i said mm-hmm. last week i don't think matt was going to um punish them for getting the yeah exactly say. um but does require attunement it is like what are they yeah. losing because of it um but i feel like it's worth it it is very much yeah. worth it yeah at least for now i would like to know what everyone unattuned to um yeah yeah they probably lost some some yeah. big old big magic weapons or items oh. rather yeah but again even even like this conversation like astro and Aelwolf being there just intensifies the situation even more because then they themselves are like you guys gotta go like now yeah you guys need to get out of here can we have a night like can we yeah when when yeah when veth followed them and yeah like i yeah Yeah. i i i I didn't think trent was actually gonna be here what the fuck yeah what what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I was not expecting that. And I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. I think it was because I thought, like I said at the start, like Trent's going to be dealing with the Cerberus Assembly and all that. But he's there. I wrote in my notes, Ikathon and Nicodonis, yeah. and scribbled it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so, I'm, as as Scully Gully in chat says perfectly, Trent Angie. He is very Angie. Trent Angie. Trent is extremely Angie right now. <laughs> oh... Yeah, it's that. That's like sound the alarms. Like he is literally yeah. here. Like bo- yeah. the boss music is playing in the background. Yeah. Um. No, it is just. It is just not good. Um. <laughs> you know, I I think Veth. I think Veth should have gone for the kill shot while she was invisible. I thought there. she was going to like sneak into the compound and like listen oh. to the conversation, but thank God she didn't because yeah. they were coming. Yeah, they were quick. not waiting. They no. were not waiting at all. But oh my God, they yeah the 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 sudden pressure of all right, we need to leave now. We need to literally run through the streets to yeah, get somewhere we think is safe. Exactly, because before it was like okay, we need to leave like as soon as possible. Pack your things. I'll let you yeah. know when we're leaving. But then, yeah, when Veth comes back and realizes the information that Trent is here and they are literally on the way, it's like, oh, oh, all right, we're doing this now. We, yeah. We're going. We are going. Yeah. I hope I hope no one, I hope, like, Carlos and Blued are fine. I hope they don't. Uh, I, I feel, oh, I don't know. Like, he's a fucking giant minotaur. Like, he's not easy to hide. Yeah. But I don't. 
I like uh, because Car- Carlos and Blue had said that they were still going to be closing up shop. Like they didn't leave with the party; they were still in the chateau. Here's the thing, though. Like I, I've seen a lot on Twitter and on Reddit as well. I absolute kind of dread that Trent is going on a murder rampage. Yeah, I think he's going to go on a murder rampage. Per yeah. se. Um, nor do we know that Trent has actually left the compound. Like, true. The only thing I've seen is Astrid. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so it could just be that he's like, like they got, they got. I, but you got to think of what that conversation was because Astrid and Edelwolf would have gone back, spoken to Trent, and been like, "What? Oh, they're not there." Yeah. And then he'd be like, okay, go check the other place we know that they're from. Go check Tide Beak Tower. That could have been what it was. It might not have been. Yeah. Oh, they're True. running. Catch them. Like, it yeah. Could be. I don't know. I. I uh... It did seem like she was chasing them more than anything because she was like running and doing it. Yeah. That 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 that's probably the likely scenario where it's like, sorry, they were at the chateau. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but then, how how would they know of the connection to Yusa's tower? I guess it would. They said, apparently, I'd need to go back and rewatch it. But um, Kylan Ray says they said we aren't here yet. So it was less that ah. they were going to lie to Trent, maybe that they weren't there, more that they hadn't made it there yet. Um, oh yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah that so makes maybe sense. they traveled separately to yes okay. Okay. for checking in with him um yeah that yeah. does make sense good 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 call out kylan that's a good one yeah um oh and then lynn uh mentioning ormond haas that's the connection to uh Peak yeah Tower. Yeah, Ormond Haas knows that they know you, sir. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for an Ormond Haas. <laughs> <laughs> R- retribution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, Ormond's, Ormond's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's, you know. Yeah, that, that's it too, Leah. The Ruby of the Sea running around is super obvious and super easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like they can follow the whispers. Yeah. Very, very much so. Uh, but, but yeah, they they made it to topic ten. Boy, oh boy, are they gonna owe Yusa big time? Oh, it's not like yeah. I mean, where else could they have gone? If Yusa lives, I think Yusa's fine. Yeah, Yusa's probably fine. But uh, I yeah, he'll just turn to a dragon and fly away. It's all good. Okay, um, here. Okay, we got some. We got some reinforcing evidence that Yusa is a dragon. Because okay. that scroll, that yes. plane shift scroll was written in Draconic. Why would it, it need was, to be written in Draconic? It was a gift, though. True, but the Pensophical probably knows that he's a dragon, and they're like, "Well, let's let's show our respect and give give him a scroll, uh, written yeah. in his native language." So, let's break this down. So, yes. they're in Tide Peak Tower. Yes, Yusa is astral projecting himself like a fucking. Yeah kid like in the candy bowl he just can't help himself i get that he's helping them and like doing yeah. research but it's like no you said like bad like yeah. <laughs> this is, mm-hmm. get out of there if you can um but he's essentially uh 
MIA. Like he can't, his body's useless at the moment. Like he's not coming back unless someone brings him back or if he decides to come back. Um, which it's, I was looking up, it's like Dispel Magic would get him back. So possibly Patrick could bring him back. But it's, it's like, He's he seems like he's the type of guy to just jump headlong into something. <laughs> like he does his yeah. fun ball and it didn't work out. Going into the Astral Sea to get on it like a, a beat on this city seems bad because even when Cad was there, to be fair, Cad was their body and soul. He yeah. had just the worst feeling about this thing. Um Yus is only there with like his soul essentially, his astral projection. But it's so dangerous. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. Like he can yeah. die. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess that's the that's the sometimes you know that's the sometimes the arrogance of I I power wizards you know wizards man, but yeah. So Don't they're care. trying to figure out where to go, what to do. Oh, user's gonna be freaking pissed yeah. when when he gets out of it. Oh, oh my. God. Is not so yeah, that's, the, that's the question. Like, I, I'm not certain Trent is in Tide Peak Tower. I think it could yeah. just. This is jumping ahead to the bit, <laughs> but eh, I'm pretty much there anyways. She chose not to counterspell. Oh, that was such an intense moment. And I think like she could go back and be like, they weren't there. Like she might just lie and leave Tide Peak Tower alone. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like I feel like that's a little risky though. I think she might just say she was too late. It's risky, but it could also just be like her not choosing not to counterspell is like that is that's not just kind of giving hints and help and like, you know, saying, Oh, here's how you get in the building. That's her actively not doing what she's meant to do. Yeah. Um I think she might be in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Astrid's not gonna be not gonna be looking too too good. I don't know what's gonna happen with Typic Tail. I'm trying to stay positive and think that it's just Astrid in there and then she leaves. But Matt is also very big on consequences for your actions. Yeah. <laughs> so has always said he doesn't want to get involved in politics and all that. Yep. But yeah. But I, I loved I loved that that moment of Caleb reading out the scroll and then seeing Astrid come in and then ju- them just having that moment yeah. looking at each other, Caleb recognizing that she is casting Counterspell but then chooses not to. Oh, that is such a powerful moment because, because again, like this whole time we were like, is Astrid telling the truth? Like, is can we trust her? Is she actually wanting to help them? And then yeah. this showed us yeah. that she is on Caleb's side. Yeah, me and Lynn, high five. Trust Astrid Train. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm now worried for her though. Like. Yeah, and now we have to be worried about Astrid's well-being and Yusa's well-being. Yeah. Yep. But, but again, Yusa will probably scroll. be fine. I want to talk about this scroll. So. Draconic, like, yeah, Draconic could be a connection to Yusa being a gold dragon canon. Um, I mean, Draconic is also just a language for a lot of yeah, magic in the world. That's true. But, instead, it was a gift from a member of the Pansophical. 
I, I got my book out. I was like looking Ooh. at all the members of the Pansophical. There is a member in the Arcana Pansophical at least 20 years ago when the book was, you know, set. Yeah. For Plain Rider Rin, who was a planar studies specialist. Um, could it be them? It's not really that, important where it came from. It probably from, makes sense, but though. But it might be the location of where it goes because they, they were a tiefling. Um, Rin is still mid-study, often darting between realms to complete her research. Oh. Um, incredibly sexist of me. I assumed it was male. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. I I, I mean, yeah, plain right of that that kind of... That, yeah, that, 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 that would track. That would track. Um, so I was... Yeah, I don't... Where are they? Where'd they go? Um, <laughs> I always spent way too long trying to figure out where they could go because i know it's like fiery ember mm. red is how we described it yeah um there's a few places if you go by the D canon of like mm. color associations to different planes oh. like if you're in the astral sea there are portals to different planes of existence mm. um and they have colors associated with them oh. so i'm linking it to that so we've got a few uh this is like really stretching it. Mm-hmm. Rust colored is kind of like brownie orange. Probably not that one. That's Hades, so hopefully not. Oh. Uh, you've got Ruby, which is the Nine Hells. So again, oh. hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, you've got Flame Red, which is, um, I can't pronounce this one ever, Acheron, Acheron, um, which is like, it's a lower plane. It's like a connection almost between the hells and mm. the, uh, limbo planes. Amber, Bitopia, uh, Elysium is orange. They're the specific, like, kind of planes in the astral sea, but then there is obviously, yeah, the fucking fire elemental plane, like mm. the elemental chaos, perhaps. That's then we also have to think of, like, why would the pansophical gift a tuning fork to the true. astral, or not the astral plane, the, the fire plane? Rin being a tiefling might have any kind of connection to that, like infernal heritage Maybe. would be the nine hells. I don't want it to be the nine hells. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping it's I I'm hoping it's the uh, elemental plane of fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping it's a, a plane or something, but that's probably asking too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the elemental chaos, elemental plane of fire. He didn't describe them traveling through the divine gate. He might next episode, but I'm fairly certain the elemental chaos is within the divine gate. It might not be. Oh, I can't remember. Um, well, that'd be interesting. Because I remember every time Vox Machina would travel to different planes, he would talk about them physically passing through the Divine Gate. Mm. Um, so I don't know. No, there is land, Rishi, in the Fire Plane. Um, that's uh, that's where the City of Brass is, isn't it? In the Fire Plane? Yeah. I don't right. know that. Yeah, we're at... yeah, City of Brass. I always get City of Brass and City of Dis mixed up. Mm. <laughs> um, City of Dis is hell. Let's not go there. But then, um, you know, sending some of the party members into the Happy Fun Ball was a really clever loophole to the Ooh, right. 
it's, the eight it's... eight people limit. Because yeah, because we're talking about how like that conversation got really confusing. Yeah. Um, yep. Because I think it was the plan was like to send people in, let them have a long rest, and then mm. get them out. But yeah. that That's would be not like... how it worked. No, <laughs> no. Uh, that would be a very bad idea. They've gone in and they're just going to rush to the exit. I don't envy Matt in having to figure out how he's going to set up the next session of like, who does he focus on? Cause they're right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to, they're going to get to the study. It's the next stop is the dragon room where they can yeah. get out. So but you got to think it's going to take them at least that's at least a minute. Yeah. Get the room, get up, press the button, go cast spells, touch the thing at least a minute. So that could be like a couple of hours or it could be like an hour or so mm -hmm. in real time. It wasn't too bad, but yeah, I think it's going to be... I feel like... One if... hour is one day? I don't think so. I think that's way too extreme, Stormy Boy. I think it's a little less severe than that. Yeah. That sounds a little too... They've had long... Like when they were in there trying to find... Uh, use, was it trying to find Yusa? Yeah. Um... And they found like the heart and everything. Yeah. Um, that was. That was like. They had a, a couple long rests in there, um, and they came out probably only like a week or later. Last time was one hour, one day. Really. Dang. Oh, gone almost a month. Shit. Oh, shows what I know. <laughs> I thought it was way less than that. Not way less, but I thought it was like because okay. the first the first time they were in there, they're only in there for a couple hours, and it was like five days or something that Eight they were gone. Rest was wow. Okay, that's not good. No, no, it's not. Uh, but I imagine if there are no issues in the Happy Fun Ball, like they get there, they immediately go to the Dragon Portal, and then they teleport out. Yeah. I imagine if that's it's what happens. Then Matt will just be like, if you guys don't do anything but in particular, then I'll just focus on the group that teleported, and then I'll let you know when you guys come out. Yeah, sent in the people that were okay that didn't need a long rest. Mm -hmm. um, they won't need a long rest when they come out because it have been like an hour for them. Like they're not going to be exhausted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's um, it's good that they didn't send in anyone that was like, I kind of th I kind of think they should have sent in. The families <laughs> like yeah i feel like it's less dangerous than wherever they might be going um because mm -hmm. they might be you know thrust right into the middle of some crazy you know conflict or something or yeah. put like, themselves in immediate danger of, the city of brass had like like slavery and uh Oof. they almost got like taken in um as slaves and everything that was that was senekir Senekir's mm. in the city of Brass. Oh my god, I hope they go see Senekir. I know there's no reason for them to go see him, but he was <laughs> probably one of my favorite NPCs of the first campaign. Um, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it, ultimately it all depends on where the heck they they end yeah, up, true. but it definitely feels like the elemental plane of fire is 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 gonna be is gonna be it. Yeah. And it could just be like on the outskirts. Like they could be literally anywhere in the plane of fire. Like yeah. it doesn't necessarily 
at the city. Um, uh, oh gosh. Yeah. The, Oh god, no! It's just it's too much, and like I said, like there's too much to theorize that like it's almost yeah. like we're spoiled choice. Um, but um, it, it was still like the whole episode was nonstop, and like I, I for a second there, I thought they weren't even going to go to a break because it just felt like there was never like three hours. The first yeah, half. yeah, it just felt like there was never a good time to go on break because this episode truly was just nonstop, go 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 go. They like. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it was just so stressful. Uh like I said, it was nothing that we possibly considered for this episode. Mm-hmm. In everything we talked about last week, it was like not even a possibility, um, or not even on our minds. And now it's just happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we got no time to think, no time to repair. It's just no 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 planning. No more planning. Got to mm. think on your feet. Yeah. It's time to go. It's time to go. Yeah. Stormy Boy says they get, like if they get to the plane of fire right next to the fire, Shari would be great. Imagine if they get near the portal. Oh. <laughs> that would oh my be God. wonderful. Yeah. And they just skip through to Taldore. <laughs> well, I guess well, that could be a possibility. Taldore, that's in that's in Vasselheim. Pyre is in Vasselheim. Oh, yeah. Right into Vasselheim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. That, would be, that would be a nice change. Be nice. Yeah. I like Vasselheim. <laughs> Go back. Go back to that. Th- things, things were simpler back in Vasselheim. Were they? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they weren't. Hi. No. They, were, they weren't. Yeah. Oh. But it feel it feels like it would be better than than the yeah, situation it, we're in right now. That's why the city is still as the continent. Yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah. you knew what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, oh. <sighs> I got nothing else. Yeah like, how how are we feeling, everyone? Every chat. How are we feeling? How are we feeling after that one? Let's uh, let's get a let's check up on on everyone. Oh. Because I, I I am still feeling the the adrenaline, I am still feeling it, and I feel like it's it's literally not it's not ending next episode. Yeah. Because they're still yeah. tapped. They're in an uh, an unknown land. They're tapped of abilities and stuff. And the so. tomb takers still exist. And the tomb takers still exist. They still have the eye tattoos they have to worry about. The city. I saw too much. way, way back in the chat, Lynn brought up about how, like, if we're going on the pattern of the eyes appearing, like, yeah. it could happen in the next sleep. My god. A bow is in the ball, so if Caleb sleeps and gets an eye, would bow? Like, yeah, I don't know. What do I think about Liam's theory? Leah, which one's that? Oh, is that? And Thara's Dune, absolutely. Oh, silly guy. yeah. Never forget of course. Dune. Of course. Oh, the vessel theory that like, oh, that like Caleb is a potentially a vessel for Trent. Yeah, not 
not sure. I think he would have just done it already. I don't think he needs a willing. I don't think he needs like a willing participant for that. Like if he wanted mm. to brain jar him or if he wanted to like take control of him. Um, yeah. He could just do it. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I suppose you maybe want to try and do it legitimately, like get mm-hmm. Caleb into a position now and then be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you. Could see him doing something. Because yeah, oh. oh, he's, we still don't know what he really wants. I know. Oh. I don't even. I don't even want to know what he wants anymore. I just want him gone. Yeah, I just no, want him dead. No, I removed. Want to know. I want to know everything. <laughs> I know we can probably just wait for after campaign chats, but yeah, I want to know. I can't even think of the end of the campaign now, just because there's. It, oh, because like before, because yeah, like. The stuff going on with the Tomb Takers was pretty we're pressing like matters. Down. Yeah, we're like, oh, this is, you know, in a campaign. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like, in it, like an immediate, it felt like an immediate threat. But what's happening now is an immediate, is an immediate threat. Mm. So, ugh. I mean, the party is pretty screwed. The party is pretty screwed. But again... Trent could just say that the dynasty were the ones that broke in and reignite the war. So, yeah. And that would cause a lot of chaos. And you know who likes chaos? There is Dune. The Traveler? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wait. Travel likes chaos Trent. too. Oh. <laughs> Are Taggins the Trent. There is Dune? Trent is There is Dune? <laughs> Uh, Everyone is Thera's Dune. <laughs> oh my god. Thera's Dune already won. We're just living in his like dream or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. There it is. And there it is. I like how we swapped. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Well, do we have any other. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, questions, concerns, crisis, crises. <laughs> oh my goodness! I I've got nothing else. I've I'm tapped, y'all. I am tapped. I am. <laughs> the big, the big bad is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you know, at least yes, Adam. At least we got Boyasha making out of the chateau. That was like our one little oasis we had this episode. Everything else was, was just yeah. shit. I was kind of hoping at some point, and it was a very brief, it almost happened, I think, when Marion was freaking out in Tide Peak Tower. I shouldn't say freaking out. That sounds really inconsiderate. When she was having a legitimate anxiety attack yeah. um, in Fry, Fried Peak Tower, Tide Peak Tower, uh, I think a split second before Caduceus started to say, like, I can calm emotions, I think Travis was starting to say something. I was kind of hoping he might step in as, like, you know, the boyfriend. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, oh, well, I'm sure that will happen eventually. I am I, still holding out for the kind of meet the parent with yeah. Ford and Marion. And then hopefully the gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And listen, y'all already know we're about the angst here. But if I see one more person in chat say that Essek is dead, I'm going to lose it. 
Essex cannot be touched. It's While I also, also on the flip side, I do think that Essex's death is, you know, would be an, uh, a reasonable end to his story arc. I don't want Essex to die. It's fine, guys. You can keep saying it. Don't worry. I'll read it. I'm here for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just yeah, want... it, was, it was a little bit like, because we are, we are the eggs. We want the eggs. Yep. We love the drama. Yep. But when it starts to happen, it's like, oh, do I want this? Yeah, I was like, oh, wait. I didn't actually mean it, though. Hold on. Yeah, like, I didn't think it would happen. Yeah. I said it because I thought it was just going to be a meme. You know, I, I said it because I thought I wanted it. Now I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. feelings. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Oh, did I actually want this? This is awful. I do. But then, yeah. But then, but at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted this. I wanted it. Yeah. They, they need to get to him. They need to get him in a necklace asap. Definitely. 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 Yeah. 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 Jesus, <sighs> Sue. <laughs> I'll be so upset if Luke, Yes, or Marin die. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely. Yeah, yeah th those are the three that, that would, cannot. That be, would be upsetting. Oh yeah, no, I don't want angst in that scenario. Nope. That is. Uh -uh. that's that is that's evil angst. Like NPCs at all costs. I like that. Yep. Oh my that God. is that is what we'll be writing into the next episode. I believe, I believe that is going to do it for us for this episode. I feel like if we go any further, you will slowly see Alana and I have a Break mental down. breakdown. And yeah. it'll just get worse, worse and worse. So let us all take take the week to relax to the best of our ability and prepare for for the next the next yeah. st step of, think, of this story. I think trust in Mercer. Like... Yes. Lord have Mercer. Lord have have mercy. <laughs> that is that is all we can hope for with this coming episode <sighs> so i suppose with all of that being said we are going to go ahead and wrap up thank you all as always so much for for joining us with this uh with this with this discussion slash freak out session as always um it's nice that we can collectively freak out together and and yeah. experience the spectrum of emotions that these episodes give us every single week it's always it's always wonderful um no hit dice heroes this weekend correct no. and yeah so just keep an eye on our socials we'll be posting when the next episode is yes yeah. yes we're getting to, we're in a fighting we're in a fighting pit right now for hit dice yep. heroes and it's super Ooh. awesome so be sure to check oh, yeah. that out if you check out last week's episode, is a really good jumping in. Yes, point, it is. Wait, did we play last weekend? I can't. I have no track of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> when we when we had a late what the sheet episode, that totally threw off like my grasp that's of like what, time. Excuse me, because I'm like, I swear on the last what the sheet episode, we were talking about that episode. Yeah. So that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was weird. It, it it threw me off as well. That's why I thought I. That's why I thought there was an episode this week, because I was like, wait, we just had the WTS. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, be sure to check that out. It's going to be super awesome. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for us here. Um, again, thank you all so much who tuned in live. And thank you to everyone who's going to be watching this on YouTube when I upload it and on Spotify or Anchor or wherever this podcast may find itself. 
I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this wonderful earth, and we will see you all next week. Bye, everyone.